So this question is more about with your family members and your friends, your loved ones, people around you. So with those people, how can we as believers who care about these people, who are in relationship with these people, how can we approach addressing sinful actions or things that we're seeing that are, are tearing them down or, or harmful activities uh, while showing God's love, even if they're unrepentant or don't really see that they're doing something wrong? Which that could cover they a lot. They wouldn't line. agree that it's wrong. Correct. They agree that yeah. It's wrong. yeah, so like you're not only are you, are you addressing someone who you care about that they're doing something that's, that's either harm, harmful or, or sinful in general or whatever, um, but they also don't see it as such. I mean, you've got to start with a relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and you start with the fact that I would start with, with this. You, you do have to start with the fact that someone who has not submitted to Christ, someone who has not submitted in relationship to Jesus, does not give a rip what your Bible says is right or wrong. Everybody with me? Nod your head if you're with me. They do not care. They have not put themselves under the authority of Scripture. So it doesn't matter if it's a sin. It doesn't matter to them if it's, if it's in your world or in your opinion wrong. And so you have to be extraordinarily careful that it's not a you, your truth versus their truth conversation. Yeah, and you That's gotta, the biggest thing I would help you foundationally approach it. Well, it goes into a, I saw, uh, and this is just a good reminder for folks who work on staff at a church, but also just Christians in general, like things that are not your job is it's not your job to save people. Right. It's not your job to fix people. It, like, you can't do that. That's yep. only something that the Holy Spirit can do. Like, Jesus is the only one who offers salvation. All we can do is we do exactly, we humbly point everyone to absolute hope. Yep. That's not a passive thing to where you're just like, hey, go figure that out. It's, it's a way of life to where if you're engaging with someone, all you're doing, just like you said, you're pointing them towards hope and truth. You can't, you can't lead, you can lead a horse to water, but you can make a drink. Right. Yep. right? And I would, I would answer that based upon the same thing that I tell parents as they're, as they're raising their children. At each stage of development in a child's life, they're going to hear and receive your influence differently. Mm. And so when they're younger, you can kind of tell them no, and they kind of have to believe you. When they get into their preteen and teen years, um, I strongly suggest that you guide them through the questions that they're having. Uh, if you try and tell them no or yes, they're just going to rebel against you and... and they're gonna, you're going to have a hard time. Um, then they move into young adult phase, and now you walk alongside them. And they, you're there to help them learn how to answer the questions of what is right and what is wrong. If we at all think that we are, call, we are called to be God, as Chris was saying, in their life, and we are the Holy Spirit of conviction in their life, you're wearing a responsibility that isn't even yours to start with. Like, that's the role of the Holy Spirit in that person's life. And like what Matt's saying, if they're not even a Christian, then all you got to do is love them. Like, if they don't come, for you, come to you for help, then just stay out of their business. And it also depends on the like, action, like the activity. Right. If it's something that, like, you just don't, like, you don't agree with, like, they're cussing, right? Sure. Like, you're right. like, hey, can you not, like, do that on my kids? Or something like that. I don't know, whatever. If you have a problem with that, that's cool. You know, like, whatever the issues. But if they're, like, drunk driving with your kids, you know, like, that's right. a totally well, separate issue. Right, right, exactly. And that's why you just have to take it in context. What are you trying to do? Like, if they're drunk driving and by themselves... Well, they're just, they're risking everything. They're risking everybody else's life as well. If they're drunk driving with you in the car, that's a different story. Get out of the car, all right? So you, you establish parameters, but if there's sin involved, I'm taking this as a question of how do you do when they're unrepentant, which suggests that they're right. a follower of Christ. Um, if they're unrepentant, you just love them. And you, if, you, if you're in relationship, hopefully you do it in such a way that you help them understand that you're not in alignment with what they're, um, with what they're doing, 
but you don't have to remove yourself from that relationship. You love them in the midst of it. And so what it does is then it becomes a point of disagreement. You just love them. We don't have to agree. Uh, but hopefully by your lifestyle, then they'll be able to see how a godly lifestyle is reflected. And at some point in time, you've got to trust that if they're God's kid and they're genuinely sinning, God's going to correct their behavior. Sure. Like he will, like he's God, like they're his kid. He's going to do something. And generally speaking, it's a whole lot more painful for them when God has to step in and you don't want that to happen. So if you're praying that God will step in, maybe you need to check your motives because then, yeah. we're, then we're trying to wish God's judgment upon them and now you're in the wrong. And so we just, we really got to check our motives when we ask ourselves this question. Um, and what are we really trying to do in that person's life? Are we trying to- Yeah, you're trying to control them? them. Right, are we trying to bring them into a deeper understanding of who God is and his holiness? Or are we trying to get them to fit our parameter of what we think a good Christian should look like? And yeah. there's two different things there. So That's I would good. say to best thing is start memorizing the gospels. And anytime you are in that situation where you're trying to convince someone or talk to somebody and, and you don't want it to be a my truth versus your truth argument, then you need to anchor everything to Jesus. Anchor everything to something Jesus said. Why? Because they're going to have a harder time arguing with Jesus. <laughs> All right? And that gives you the opportunity yeah. to love them, even in the midst of sharing with them with some scripture with them in terms of anchoring it to Jesus. Because at the end of the day, if they choose to reject it, they are rejecting the truth of God's word through Jesus, not you. Which means you don't have to take it personally, which means you can continue to love, to them. love them. Yeah. Yep. But I would definitely anchor everything.